Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Markets. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we know it's important to stay ahead of inflation. We think about where interest rates are going and what this means for markets. Pipeline companies may offer inflation protection through the energy transition. We identify other sectors with the ability to maintain their margins when prices are rising. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss some interesting comments from Elon Musk on the energy transition. A couple of weeks ago, I did a podcast criticizing progressive energy policies. I received some feedback that people felt I was being too critical of Democrats. It was along the lines of, well, at least they're trying to do something about climate change, whereas the Republicans aren't. The truth is that neither party is on the right track. Progressives in the Democrat Party think fossil fuels are evil, even though that's how we get almost all the energy we use. Many Republicans have little useful to say on the subject at all. My point was that we should be pragmatic on the solutions we adopt because none of the places that claim to be leaders in using renewables are doing that well with affordable, reliable energy. Like, I don't think we're like um, screwed because of like the, the current parts per million of CO2 in the ocean's atmosphere. I, I think like, this is actually not, not a terrible level. That's Elon Musk, always fascinating to listen to because he thinks about the big issues that confront his businesses so carefully. He looks at rising CO2 emissions as a risk, but he'd readily admit that Tesla's cars mostly run on fossil fuels because that's how the world generates electricity. My original interest in electric vehicles was not so much due to environmental concerns, but rather from the uh, concern that uh, we'd run out of oil uh, eventually and uh, or become extremely scarce and expensive. And then uh, civilization would collapse because we can drive cars or burn power plants and stuff. so. So the point of electric vehicles for Elon Musk was originally to prepare for when we run out of fossil fuels. Nothing to do with CO2 emissions. There's so much inertia uh, in the direction of mining and burning hydrocarbons that then there's there's this increased risk. Why run the experiment to see if, you know, to see if something bad will happen with a a high CO2 concentration in the ocean's atmosphere? Like, it's a pointless experiment. Like, we know we have to get to... I think a lot of people have superimposed their beliefs on Elon Musk. Because electric vehicles can theoretically be powered by solar and wind, driving one lets the owner feel good about themselves. In some cases, it's virtue signaling. Although I have several friends who own Teslas and love them for other reasons, the ease of use or the fast acceleration. They really do sound like great cars, even though the original impetus behind Tesla was to prepare for a time when we'd run out of oil. I'm not sort of um, into like vilifying the oil and gas industry because um, I think I think the the reality is like if uh, if we don't have oil and gas right now, civilization would collapse um, and everyone would be starving. So we obviously need oil and gas right now. <laughs> it would be absurd to just stop it. Like it's not not feasible. Um, uh, but but I do think we should be trying to accelerate progress towards a sustainable energy future. This is what the founder of Tesla thinks. 
he's not setting out to vilify fossil fuels. As Musk says, without them, civilization would collapse. That's really a point worth considering. Progressive Democrats like Bernie Sanders have floated the idea that energy executives should be criminally prosecuted. Most progressive policies on the energy transition are little more than sound bites from Greta. The Build Back Better plan wants to install hundreds of thousands of electric vehicle charging stations across the country. It looks good, but solar and wind together are 11% of our power supply. Nuclear is 20%, but of course the Sierra Club wants to get rid of that. One piece of very good news recently was that the European Union is considering classifying natural gas as a source of clean energy. There are stipulations, such as it must be used to replace coal, and its CO2 emissions must be below 270 grams per kilowatt hour, which doesn't look like a ridiculous target. This is an example of pragmatism. The Financial Times was critical of this development. They're worried Europe will lose its leadership position on climate change. I don't think anyone should want to emulate European energy policy. In many cases, it's been hijacked by soundbites, and Europeans are now scrambling for natural gas to get through the winter. If you can get energy policy away from the extremists, who are often nutcases, and make policy based on where we are today and what's possible, then we have a much greater chance of curbing CO2 emissions, which I think we should. Elon Musk, the founder of Tesla, isn't super alarmist about growing CO2 emissions, but he also thinks we should curb them because of the risk. This seems pretty sensible to me. The EU is close to acknowledging that natural gas is vital to reducing emissions. This is also pretty sensible. There's plenty of room in the debate about the energy transition for pragmatic solutions. Too much of the airtime is taken up by shrill progressives whose solutions have led every state and country that's employed them to suffer from high energy prices. It's time for some adult supervision. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Markets. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and follow us on Twitter, at Simon Lack.